ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जय टू यू फ्रेंड्स आई बीन टॉकिंग अबाउट द वेदर्स we must understand that when krishna was teaching arjuna this was the end of dwapara yuga and the beginning of kali yuga and so he had to teach to that level of understanding so here when he's speaking about speaking in it seems as if he's speaking against the vedas he's not really doing so the vedas at a higher age are understood in a higher way but at the time that krishna is teaching the vedas were had been reduced since some since some time to what i've described described before karmakand the using action to please the deities to please the gods and uh, attain that state and so krishna is trying to say that that's okay for a certain thing and it's not bad to worship the gods in a certain sense it's not bad to pour out libations to give energy back to whatever you receive energy from when other people love you if you just despise them you're you're not in, you're not reinforcing that that cycle and so you get less and less love and this world right now is almost starved for divine energy we must understand these truths and try to bring life and love and joy back into the world we need to do it in our own lives by loving people in god not for themselves but for god to see everybody as a manifestation of god we have to bring this whole age up to a level of awareness of the oneness of all life this in fact is the reason for loving everybody because everybody wants bliss everybody wants that complete fulfillment in the self and most people seek it in wrong ways that we have to grant uh, i was reading a book just the other day and there was some mafioso there some evil man who was trying to get what he wanted by killing other people and riding ruthlessly over their feelings and being indifferent to them to achieve his own wealth and power and can you say then is he seeking bliss yes because he identifies wealth and power with bliss and he doesn't have any idea what bliss is but he thinks that he'll get what he wants and achieve fulfillment and satisfaction and satisfaction and fulfillment itself are just little sparks off the anvil of that cosmic bliss if he didn't want that he wouldn't want anything he wouldn't be conscious so everybody is seeking bliss most people don't know it but if you are wise you can love everybody knowing that they even if they think they hate you they're they want that which you yourself want and that which you yourself are seeking and when you look at people that way i find that everybody i feel cause for loving everybody because i know that's what they really want even if they aren't on the spiritual path i can't say that i meet criminals i don't know if i do or not but i wouldn't probably see it because i i don't have my mind on that level but i see in everybody this soul hunger for bliss and no one will ever find satisfaction until he realizes this didn't work that didn't work nothing is working i just want him
neti neti, giving up this because it doesn't work, that, everything. In the end, you always come back to your own self. You know, when a disappointment hits you, you, you withdraw into yourself again. When failure hits you, you withdraw into yourself again. When people hate you, you withdraw into yourself. Everything brings you back to yourself. And most people sort of huddle in their little egos. But if they could understand that the self they're trying to find is their deeper divine self, which cannot be uh, burned by fire or cut by sword or drowned by water or blown away and dried up by a wind, as it says here in the Gita, that self which is completely untouched by anything because it is a part of the essential reality, the essential Satchitananda that rules the whole universe. So the Vedas have their place, but Krishna is saying at this time, people haven't understood what the Vedas were. They're a much deeper teaching than most people realize. And so he's saying that the Vedas in this teaching, well, let me read before because I've got to go through the whole Gita here. Vedic rituals and other outward practices lead not to oneness with God, nor to promises for, or, or the hope for superior pleasures in the astral world. All these lead rather to repeated earthly births. Those, 44, those who, incapable of discriminating between right and wrong, seek personal power and superior sense pleasures, whether on earth or in the astral world, after death, by the practice of the Vedas, rich, the Vedic rituals, they deepen thereby their ego attachment. They cannot achieve the inner equilibrium that comes through meditation and miss also the one true goal of life, union with God. And then in, chapter, in verse 45, the Vedas teach that the universe is a mixture of three basic qualities, and this is one we will have to go into at greater length, the qualities or gunas, sattva, rajas, rajoguna, tamoguna. Your duty, Arjuna, is to free yourself from all three, as well as from the dualities of nature. The way to this achievement is to remain ever calm in the self, free from any thought of either acceptance or possession. Some people think that uh, this means you shouldn't accept gifts from other people. Patanjali too, in one of his, his uh, yamas, says non-receiving, and people think it means not receiving gifts. It's a deeper thing than that. First of all, you shouldn't have the desire for what other people own. Next, you should have no attachment even to that which you do own. In other words, non-attachment to your body, non-attachment to this personality of yours, non-attachment to anything that you think is yours by right, because none of it is really you. Once you've reached that level of non-attachment, even to the, the uh, human self, then, and to the body, then is when you can begin to remember all the other bodies you have inhabited, the thousands and thousands of lives that you have lived in this world, millions, perhaps billions of lives. But all of this, we must go beyond what the Vedas teach, beyond attachment and desire and everything. And the Vedas help in those rituals. They, they, they were written at a time when they thought that any step upward is uh, going to be a help for people. So 
it takes people who are on those levels and teaches them how to gain, how to fulfill their desires, how to achieve this worldly goal of power or riches or whatever. But that's not the goal of the Vedas. Vedanta, the end of the Vedas, is the teaching of becoming one with God. And Krishna is emphasizing the, the lower aspects of Vedas, saying that it's okay, it'll help you, and you need to look at everything from a spiritual point of view. Everything you do, you should see as a spiritual uh, endeavor. In the end, everything is. You can't get away from your search for God. But finally, he's saying, seek the ultimate goal of life, which is union with the higher self and immersion in the ocean of Satchitananda, of bliss. Joy to you.